Welcome to Extraterrestrial Reality. It's a great feeling knowing that you're completely right and on the right side of history when it comes to the UFO topic. It's a great, absolute, wonderful feeling. Um, it's really, in a way, I feel sad for the people who are the skeptics and the bunkers and the naysayers. Um, they're wrong. They're just totally wrong. And I know that I'm totally right. I would bet my life on it. And uh, it's a great feeling. Like, I feel like I have an advantage over these people. Like, I, I know that I'm smarter when it comes to this. I know that I that there's something here, that there's a presence here. A non-human intelligence is among us. There's no question about it. And uh, these people who are this constant bickering you see all over Twitter, Reddit, you know, wondering if it's true or not and all this kind of stuff, right? It's all those people who are wondering and the people who are actively trying to diss this whole thing, they're wrong. And it's great. I know that they're wrong. I mean, basically, if this was a game of five-card poker, uh, draw poker, right? I, I'd, I'd have a, I'd, I'd actually have a royal flush in my hands right now. I'm holding royal flush, and the best that anybody else has, right? The, the, the people on the other side of this question, right? They got a, a seven or eight high at best. No, nothing. No pair. Not even a pair. Nothing. They're losing. They're going to lose in the end, right? There's no question about it that um, the people in the UFO community who realize and know that there's something here, that all of this stuff is not fantasy, those people are right. If you're on that side, right, then you are on the right side of history. The rest of the people are not. Now, of course, there are some people who are uh, government insiders or uh, members of the uh, military industrial complex there's a there's a few few of these people i don't know we don't know what the number is we'll say a few thousand right who who are who know things and but deny it and they know they know that there's people out there like me and many many others millions of others who know that they're holding back something that they're lying that every time they step up to a podium they're not telling the truth on the, on the subject of ufos for the most part but again, it's a great feeling, and I, I love I love being in this position. It's like a position of power. I f and, and everyone who is in uh, in this position should feel this. And, and you should feel like there's a you, you you have more information than these people. These people are like. It's, could you imagine? Like uh, there was a time on this planet where uh, people did believe the world was flat, and as it moved, as that belief system changed and said, no, no, we're going to. The, the the world is round, right? Some other people are saying, no, it, it can't be. It has to be round. But there were still some hangers on that the world was flat, right? Right now, these skeptics and debunkers, they're like the hangers on uh, who back in the day saying that the earth is still flat. That's what's going on here. There's something here. There's no question about it. And uh, I love the fact that I'm in the position, I'm on the right side of this. And I know it for a fact. I mean, I just know it. It's It's... It's not just based on research. I mean, I, ha I have the benefit. And there's millions of other people out there like me who have the benefit of seeing actual firsthand evidence presented to them by these beings themselves. There's just no question about it. I've seen it. I know for a fact. So when I see people online, debunkers, skeptics, people wondering whether maybe it's there's no cover-up and all this kind of stuff, right? It's like, wow, you're, you're, they're dumb in my mind. They're just... They, they're just dumb and it's and I, I maybe i'm wrong to think that right but i can't help it because they are in my viewpoint i mean it's just sad to say that i mean it's you know it's not nice to be calling people yeah you're dumb 
Well, I'm sorry, but they are. I mean, there's, there's, as far as I'm concerned, I know I, and that's one of the issues. Probably my main issue is probably the fact that I benefit from my person, those personal experiences, and a lot of people out there don't have that. They just, they didn't have that, and that, and, and maybe that's unfair on my behalf to act like this. So I know that they're wrong, and it's a, it's in a way, it's a, it's an, it's an empower, it's an empowering feeling. You know, to know that I'm right and they're wrong. Like I know at some point, at some point that in the future, like these these cocky debunkers who were all over Twitter thinking that they're intelligent and smart. It's I it's so funny. I'm sitting here looking at it and it's like you're wrong. You're dumb. You're stupid. I mean I I talk a lot about there's different uh, YouTube channels out there that I really appreciate. Uh Eyes on Cinema, UFOB. Those two channels, and I'll leave links. I'm going to leave links for some of these channels I'm going to mention. Uh, they just have a constant uh, parade of uh, all the time. They are always updating. There's all these little segments of different people over many decades talking about their experiences with these things, with these craft and or beings. Uh, Preston Dennett, he's, he has a YouTube channel. He does pretty well but he should be I, I i can't believe he should have more followers because his stuff is very interesting he, he presents once a week he has a he has a couple different kinds of shows on but the one show that i really look forward to every week is his show where he's just where he's talking about different cases like 10 humanoid cases uh, or people encounter aliens that alien beings face to face and or it's just all the time there's so many different people that have uh, and, and he presents the newspaper articles from when these things happened. I mean, this was all over different decades, all different different years. It's it's been going on a long time. Uh, are, are all are all these cases are they real? Are some of them possibly something uh, that could be explained as uh, prosaic? Is are, are some of these things just mundane? Possibly some of them are, but not all of them are. There's no way. And you know how I know that because I have my own personal experiences, right? So I know. Right. There are two guaranteed experiences that are no question in my mind uh, were related to extraterrestrials slash non-human intelligences. Okay, And then there was a third one that is a, is a good, strong maybe. But the two that for sure, right, the two for sure were the being where I was a kid and there was a being in the room, conk, somehow was able to conk everyone else, else out in the house, right? A household of seven people. Well... Actually, six people. My little sister, I, uh, I don't believe she was born yet. Conk everyone out in the whole household, somehow. Uh, I mean, and and there's some sort of electronic humming sound, you know, that I heard during this whole experience, 20-minute long ex- experience. Took me over 10 years to figure out that it was extraterrestrial. I thought it was a devil, you know. But, uh, yeah, it was real. I mean, I've I've seen these beings. I've encountered one of these things. It was not human, whatever it was. And then, of course, I've talked about many times in 1994. I had an encounter with a UFO during a nighttime fishing trip with a friend, and two of us saw it. It wasn't just me. It was somebody else was there. We both saw this thing. It made no sound. It was hovering as big as a house, three giant bright lights on it, hovering two and a half stories off the ground i was within 20 feet of this thing made no sound at all moved in ways that our aircraft cannot move incredible incredible to see but i walked away from all of that you know knowing with knowledge like this is real this this this, what other people have been talking about they're they're not making it up a lot of these people are telling you the truth of course i'm sure that there are some uh hoaxers thrown in there here and there throughout the decades right but for the most part no 
No. They're telling the truth. I saw it with my own eyes. So I know. I, I'm sitting from a position where I know for a fact. I'm, again, I'm, I'm holding a royal flush in my hand. The skeptic across from me has a seven or eight high in a, in a game of draw poker, if that's what this was. I, I'm, if, the, if anybody wants to bet with me, I'm going to win that bet. I'll win that bet because I know I'm 100% positive of this. And it's, it's just amusing to sit back and see all this stuff in I mean, it's amusing, it's upsetting too. I mean, to see this, to see this stupidity, because I call it stupidity. I don't know what else to call it. I mean, there is has been enough research done out there. There are enough books out there that you could read uh, that people could pick up and check out if they wanted to. You know, but they don't do it. They just don't. They're, they're lazy. They're lazy. Uh, case in point, just recently, we had Ken Klippenstein of The Intercept, right? That hit piece against David Grush. Now, he has no, Ken Klippenstein doesn't believe in UFOs. That's what he said. He doesn't believe in UFOs. He never even studied it. It's not a matter of belief. I mean, it's, it's real, though. I mean, it's, I, who cares? I mean, that, what you believe doesn't really matter. It's just the truth. It's, the truth is, is that there is something here. It doesn't matter. I mean, you just, oh, I don't believe it. Well, that's, well, that doesn't mean that you're right, though. You're not. You've never studied this. You just, uh, this guy was, picked basically chosen by people within the government and the intelligence community and the department of defense just like ken klippenstein said to write a hit piece he was he was picked because they they, those people i would imagine that some of these people that contacted him do know the truth and they just wanted to uh drag rush through the ground drag his name through the mud to make it uh harder for other whistleblowers to step up and tell congress what they know that's what's going on here that's what's going on here. Yeah, there, it's real. I mean, again, it's so it's a great position to be in when I know I'm right. Like in the in the final analysis, right? When this is all said and done, people like me and there's a lot of them, right, who know this for a fact that there's something going on here. They know for a fact, right, that there's a presence here that's not human that has technology that exceeds anything that we have. And it's I know how you feel because I feel the same way. It's like you look at this and you hear this and it's just, we're, we're debating something that we should, we, we, we need to accept it already. It's time to accept it because it's real, right? It's real. There's just no question about it. I mean, I, all of these stories over the years, all these different people, all of them aren't lying, right? These stories that have come out. There's most certainly a cover-up. There's been enough research done. I've just, in fact, I was just checking out one of, uh, one of the classics here. Look at this book, Above Top Secret, Timothy Good. I was just reading through this here recently. What a great book. But, I mean, pe- people like that in the mainstream media, they don't read books like that. They don't educate themselves on this subject. They don't understand that there truly is a cover-up. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt. I mean, there was all these people in Roswell. We could always st- start with that. All these people that uh, that talked about what happened. And you have nothing, basically, from the side of the Air Force. All the, all you have are words with no real evidence, really, to back anything up that the Air Force ever... The, to back up the Air Force's assertion that, oh, this is just a balloon, and the uh, bodies that people saw were anthropomorphic dummies that were dropped years later from the sky, from high altitudes. It's all nonsense. That's a lie. The Air Force lied. They lied uh, on the 50th anniversary of Roswell when they talked about those dummies. That was a lie. They stepped up to a podium. They told the press about this, and they, that was a lie. They lied. They've been lying. They've always been lying about this. There's, a lot of them are still lying. Some people within the government do seem to want to get this out. 
but the control group is fighting to prevent this from getting out. We don't know exactly what the reason is. I suspect it has to do because with the reverse engineering aspects to this. Uh, some people tell me that uh, they think it's because of the fear that it's going to cause on a lot of people. But again, I, I don't understand. It doesn't matter what kind of, well, so what? I mean, you, that's the, rea- the reality of the situation is there's something here. People should know. They should understand. Right? They need to understand that there's something here. The scientific community particularly, which for the, uh, a vast majority of people within the scientific community for decades have stayed away from this, steered clear of this. Now, how are we going to ever learn anything about these visitors if the scientific community is told uh, that it's all nonsense and if they try to study it well we're going to stigmatize you and maybe your career will be ruined now some people don't care like for instance gary nolan he doesn't care and i'll tell you why i believe one of the reasons that gary nolan doesn't care because he feels the same way i do he knows there's something here he's had his own experiences so it's like it, it, it's a feeling of again it's like it's uh, you know you, you it's a feeling of empowerment right you just these people are stupid they're just they're not they're not getting it that the information is there for them to study and to research and to you know and and at at the end of it all they would be able to finally come to a conclusion and oh there is only one conclusion not only has there been a cover-up but there's something here and there's they continue they're up to something right some of them at least some of them are some of them could just be visiting here there's all different kinds of creatures that people have seen of course, there's the predominant ones, right, that uh, seem to be regulars in the abductions, right? But there's other kinds. There's all sorts. We don't know. There could be, we, we just don't have any clue how, there, there could be millions of different things coming here on a regular basis, just checking us out and then going on their merry way. I mean, that's what, that's what it could be. They're, who cares what these things, what they're up to, what they're doing? They're, if they're going to destroy us, they could have done it a long time ago. If they're taking us over, right, somehow, by, through some hybridization program, okay, okay, what are you, you going to do? There's nothing you can do about it. So what? That's just the way it is. It's reality. It's the reality of the situation. But again, we have, if the scientific community would have been brought in on this a long time ago, we would have uh, studies, and, and and research and we could have figured we could have had more answers by this point but because of this cover-up and the stigmatization program we don't have that really we're just starting to try to get to that point but we still have these hangers on these people who are flat earthers and they don't want to give that up they want to stay in the past they don't want to move forward and it's just so funny it's so funny at some point in the future I'm going to be proven right for sure to everyone in the world. Everyone in the world is going to know that people like me are telling the truth, that there is some sort of presence here and that all these other people are stupid. And people are going to realize that at some point in the future. There's just no doubt about it. It's coming. There's no question. I saw these things. I know. I know for a fact. Now, uh, <clears throat> recently I received some comments on my on YouTube. I, I received I received a lot of comments on YouTube and Spotify all the time. But there were some people that gave me a comment. I received a comment here from Mark, uh, and this was for my latest episode where I was talking about the uh, what uh, the episode where I was talking about Grush and how he admit or how uh, Ken Klippenstein of the Intercept had admitted that uh, he was sicked onto these uh, onto uh, Grush by people in the government. And uh, one of the comments was from somebody named Mark. It says, "I tend to trust." Grush, but calling Klippenstein an idiot over and over is unnecessary. He sounds intelligent to me. He probably is being used by the Pentagon to discredit Grush, but still he sounds smart to me. 
Yeah, and that's a good point. You know, it does sound terrible. I know it does. I know it does. I, I mean, I'm using words here that in, in a way, sometimes I walk away from this and I feel somewhat, you know, maybe that was too harsh. But then I always think to myself, well, wait, for decades now, for decades and decades and decades, we've people who have experienced these things have been referred to as crackpots, junkies, you know, drunks, you know, maniacs, you know, all kinds of stuff funny in the head all kinds of different kinds of uh really bad uh, stigmatizing uh words used against people and it's just i and i that's so that i i'm at a point here where actually no no this whole time no it was these people who were saying these things they're the ones they're the ones they need to hear this they need to be told that they're idiots and dumbbells and scumbags because it's going to wake them up finally maybe it, it's it's I don't know. Something has to, because nothing else has to this point. You know, it's like I'm trying to ring. You're ringing a bell here. Ding, 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 ding. No, this is real. Ding, 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 ding. You're wrong. Ding, ding, ding. I'm trying to get their attention. You know, maybe it might. Maybe for some of them it might. Right? No, this is really happening. It's really real. There's no question about it. Anyway, I responded uh, to Mark, and I do appreciate the comment, Mark. It's a great point. You're, you know, it it, it, it does sound. It's terrible. It is terrible. I, I don't like ha- I don't like having to talk like this, but I, I don't know what else to say. I mean, because th- he is an idiot. He's he doesn't st- Klippenstein hasn't studied this. He doesn't he doesn't believe in UFOs. Again, to me, when I hear someone say that, I don't believe in this, right? I don't believe that or, that there's aliens possibly here. It's not to me. It's like well, but that's but you're saying you don't believe in reality. Then that's how I feel. I really feel this, like because I know. Because I've seen my own experiences. But I responded to him. I said, I have to respectfully disagree with you. When it comes to UFOs, Klippenstein is an idiot. I don't care if he sounds smart. In my book, he's an idiot. That's that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's just how it is. And that's how it's going to be with my with the way I'm going to handle this. I, I've, to, I've, I've talked about this. I know I've talked about this before. Uh, and then I received another comment from Elam Sign 706 He says... I know we don't like how this guy conducted himself, but this talk of revealing sources is bad. Makes me think of Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger during the Twitter files and talking about protection of sources. Okay, let's talk about that for a second. That's a good. That's a great point. It, it really is. Thank you for that comment. Um, now he's basically what he's saying here, like because during that previous podcast where I was talking about this, we learned uh, through the Liberation Times, uh, Christopher Sharp that uh, he contacted, Sharp had contacted the Loudoun County, uh, Virginia Sheriff's Department to find out what kind, what the, what this uh, documentation that um, uh, Ken Klippenstein, what did he receive through this Freedom of Information Act request? And apparently it, the, the documentation he received had no identifiable information in there. Okay, so there was, you could request this, oh, there was something, that, an incident that happened in, in 2014, and another incident happened in 2018, according to Sharp, right? Now, he said he contacted them, he said, and he was told that there was no identifiable information in there. And so that means if there was no identifiable information in there that would say that it's David Grush, then how did Klippenstein know that it was David Grush? That's because somebody in the government told him. That that's when you if you find those these incidents on these certain dates right in certain years that's David Grush. 
Now, the only way he would have known that is if somebody on the inside told him that. But were they supposed to? I don't know. I'm not an attorney. I'm just, all I'm saying is it's, it could actually be a HIPAA violation. That was all I was suggesting. It doesn't make me right, and I made that clear. I just don't know. I mean, I if, if, I, if I had some sort of a medical issue that happened 10 years ago, uh, uh, and and the police had to be called to assist, and there was a report on it, and and they didn't have my name in it. But then some years later, some uh, reporters trying to dig up dirt on me, and 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 somebody tells him about this, and it's told by say, say a former employer that's not supposed to share those kind of uh, that kind of information. And then he's able to uh, that reporter is able to put two and two together because he gets the report, and he's told by an insider of of a place I used to work at. Yeah, this this was him. This was Jim Quirk. Well, that, to me, that would be that could possibly be a HIPAA violation. That's what I was pointing out, and that, that's totally different with whistleblowers. In fact, you know what I say to that? Uh, hey, if they if they if if these whistleblowers, uh, if these people who want to shut the whistleblowers up, right? If they want to do something about it, well, come out, come out and forward, come out into the sunlight, come on out, show yourself. Totally different kind of situation. But anyway, getting back to this, uh, what I was saying about uh, the source, about maybe uh, somehow, possibly in the future, Klippenstein being asked by a judge to tell me who your sources were, that was just in the event that this was information was provided illegally, If in the event that it possibly could be a HIPAA violation. I don't know that for sure. It could be. I'm just saying, I'm not, a, I, I'm pointed out too, I'm not a lawyer. I don't know. But again, that's a to two totally different kinds of scenarios. Two totally different kinds of scenarios. Yeah, uh, if uh, like someone like Michael Schellenberger say say somebody wants to have him reveal his sources, let that someone who wants him to reveal his sources step up and show your face. I dare you. I come on, come on, show yourself, show yourself. Because they wouldn't do that because that 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 ends their whole cover up game. If they come up, if somebody came up and said, "He see Michael Schellenberger's learned some information from some insider that he shouldn't have learned about," and that insider, whoever this person is that told him this whistleblower, he needs to be exposed. He needs to be sued or needs to be brought to justice. Okay, brought to justice, but you, I thought you said that this is all fake and false and phony. So they're not going to do it. Anyway, so that's how I, I see it. Again, the whole point of well, what I'm trying to say here is this, is that these people are wrong. These people like, uh, you know, for one thing, it's not a matter of I don't believe in this. Well, okay, you don't believe in it. That doesn't make that, but it's still true. I, I, I'm sorry that you can't believe in it. Just like there there are still people today, believe it or not, I, I bring this up sometimes, that who, who say the earth is flat. Now, we all know that's not true. Most of us do, like probably 99%, but there's a percentage out there that are running around still saying that the world is flat. Now, they don't believe the world is round. Well, sorry, but it is. It is. I don't care what you believe, right? You're wrong. You're wrong. And Ken Klippenstein is wrong. All these debunkers, they're wrong. All these people that are speaking out against this, the naysayers, the skeptics, right? They're totally, absolutely wrong. Again, people like me, we're in a position where we're holding a royal flush. We're going to win this game, if it is a game. If you want to call this a game, we're going to win. They're going to lose. They're losing. They are losing. They already lost, as far as I'm concerned. The game's already over. Because at some point, it's, there's going to be, the, the mask is going to come off, and we're going to know one way or the other. And I know what, the, what that way is going to be, because I know that they're here. I've seen it with my own eyes. I know for a fact. Anyway. Moving on, um, 
There's uh, some more information coming out of Peru. Uh, there's a big article in the Daily Mail uh, published on August 12th. And they're saying that, uh, we talked about this in the previous podcast, saying that these people in Peru, this tribe, that these flying seven-foot-tall aliens were, uh, there's authorities down there who are claiming that it was gold miners, a gold mining gang with jetpacks. Um, again, the story, uh, there's some informa- more information here than I, than I had last time when I was uh, talking about this, but let's go through some of this and, and we'll discuss it says reports of seven foot tall aliens terrorizing villagers in peru stunned the world this week with local leaders describing the armored and floating menaces as impervious to bullets the locals also compared their attackers to green goblins and local peruvian superstitions about las pelicaras the face peelers but now peruvian law enforcement has offered a new suspect illegal gold mining crime syndicates they said are to blame branches of the storied drug cartels like brazil's o primero comando de capital colombia's clan del golfo farc and others who have ravaged latin america for decades peru's national prosecutor's office which is now investigating the quote alien attacks end quote has pointed the finger at these gold mafias who have been partially ejected from brazil and colombia by their militaries okay they might be blaming these uh, drug cartels uh gold mining cartels and whatever they are mixture of things uh but it's still i don't see any evidence here but <laughs> they do provide some if uh, uh there's a picture here i want to talk about it says now in peru these jet pack flying gold cartels hope to inspire fear with their bizarre campaign of alien terror according to prosecutors keeping the locals in their homes and away from the cartels illegal gold pits so that's what the whole thing is about, according to the authorities. There is that now this this kind of activity might be happening there. I mean, I don't know, but I'm not sure. It doesn't seem to jibe completely with what the villagers are saying they saw. You know, again, if they're getting shot at and then they just disappear, these beings that doesn't make sense. If they have jetpacks on, like I talked about before, they would explode if they got shot. I mean, they're filled with jet fuel. I'll tell you, that's a lot of money to invest uh, in some sort of a program to scare away the villagers. Uh, you know jetpacks i mean what are you talking Ninety thousand bucks each or a hundred thousand bucks i mean how much do you think they cost i mean it's it, it, definitely six figures anyway continuing here prosecutors suspect that these illegal mining cartels first used their jetpacks to prospect for gold deeper into the unforgiving juggles surrounding peru's nane river then they have some pictures here and i'm not going to read this whole article but they have a picture of a little girl and uh under it she's holding up a picture a cell phone and on the cell phone there's a picture and it says here, Peruvian government's prosecutors investigating the case believe that criminal gold cartels began using jetpacks to prospect for gold deeper into the Alto Neno, Nena jungle. Above, a local teen shows an image of the jetpacks she and others witnessed during the flying alien attacks. Okay, now the problem with the picture that's on the cell phone, okay, the problem is, is that it came from someplace else. It, it actually, it, it came from, uh, in fact, here's, uh, there was a, somebody talked about this on Twitter. It says, regarding the Peru aliens, this is somebody named Azzy, uh, at Astromeyer. It says, regarding the Peru images, here is the exact photo that the news reporter is making it look like the local took a photo of. Turns out to be a French pilot slash stuntman named Frankie Zapata traveling the English Channel on a stunt in 2019. And there's a link. And I click on the link, and it's the same picture. 
It's a picture that was taken in 2019 uh, in a whole totally different place of some guy uh, doing a stunt over the English Channel. It's the same exact picture. So they say, what are they trying to say here? I mean, I'm not sure what the if the article is. Is it trying to say that? Oh no, this is just what she she's describing something that's that she saw. Is this the description, or is she saying, no, this is the person I saw? But whatever the case, it's uh, it's a little bit uh, disingenuous to say the least. You know, to, to present it like this. You know, this whole thing sounds to me, you know, something like it sounds like something out of a 1960s James Bond movie. You know, when they had the the old remember the Spectre organization always going after sean connery uh, you know and trying to take over the world you know yeah they always have that scene where number one who turns out later on in the movies to be ernst stavro blofeld sitting at a conference at the head of a conference table and he's talking with all his other goons uh and they all have na- numbers for names right Num- number number eight number nine you know uh and you can see uh, Blofeld will ask a question like, uh, "How's uh, how's Plan A proceeding? Number eleven and number eleven is uh, we have successfully hijacked two uh, NATO nuclear missiles and we're holding the world ransom right now for a hundred billion dollars." And then he goes on to the next uh, board member, number seven. Uh, Please provide an update for your activities in South America. And yeah, yes, number one, we delivered a team to the Peruvian jungle to scare away a local tribe there in order to expand the illegal gold mining our illegal gold mining activities. We equipped the team with bulletproof body armor, jet packs, and green goblin masks, and had them pretend they were extraterrestrials. Unfortunately, local law enforcement caught wind of the scheme and forced us to pull out. And then, of course, uh, number one. Ernst Stavro Blofeld doesn't like this and probably would probably say something like, your inefficiency in these delicate matters is something Spectre uh, cannot tolerate. And then he'd press a button and the guy would get electro- electrocuted in his seat. I mean, that's what it seems like to me anyway, you know. Uh, but anyway, I digress. Um, yeah, it sounds... Uh, the whole story of these gold miners using this uh, high-tech equipment, jet packs and body armor and 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 but again that's not what's being described by these people it's not what's being described but anyway that that whole story with you know that that's what it, that you know that's what it might be that sounds more ridiculous to me than extraterrestrials i just i don't get it i don't get it it says here members of the per, of peru's small Iquito population are surrounded by dense jungle in rural alto nane where gold has deposited itself like silt into the riverbeds along the Nane River tributaries that flow into the Amazon. Well, see, that makes sense, you know. So you, I could understand. I mean, I wouldn't doubt that there's gold, gold uh, my, uh, minor criminals down there. There's, there's a criminal enterprise trying to uh, steal this gold, get the gold out of there illegally. And that, I, it makes sense that they could be doing something like this. But again, it's not jibing with what's been described. It says here, the Akitu told reporters that this summer's alien siege began on July 11th with locals facing vicious attacks by flying seven-foot-tall mysterious beings in dark-colored hoods ever since. These gentlemen are aliens, one Akitu leader, Jaro Rotegu Avilia, told a local broadcaster radio programa Del Peru. I have shot him twice, and he does not fall, but rises and disappears. This is what this uh, leader said. We are frightened by what is happening in the community. Uh, then it says here, another key witness for prosecutors, a school teacher, reported seeing these eerie beings rise off the ground via much more terrestrial means. The illegal mining cartel was using propellers and high-tech, high-tech equipment, according to this teacher, 
Kristen Caleb Pakaya, and other prosecution witnesses. Peruvian law enforcement have described the devices as jetpacks. They would be using state-of-the-art technology, such as thrusters that allow people to fly. Carlos Castro Quintanilla, the Peruvian government's prosecutor investigating the case, told RPP. Pacaya, who works in the nearby San Antonio de Pinatayuca community, told news outlet RPP that he witnessed the illegal miners kidnap, attempt to kidnap the 15-year-old girl on July 29th. The teenager reportedly sustained cuts to her neck and other injuries during the attempt at kidnapping and is now being treated locally. Quintanilla, Lorento's specialized prosecutor for environmental matters, told RPP that these mafias uh, or uh, that these mafias operate their gold extraction enterprise out of towns in Laredo, the northmost region of Peru. Quintanilla said that 80% of these illegal gold mining operations are located in the Nane River Basin, a territory northwest of Laredo's capital and home to it, the Aquito. I'm just going to stop here with the story. I'll, I'll leave the, the link here so you can check it out for yourself. I, I just don't know what to believe here at this point. I mean, again, the that's not what they're reporting. That's not what they're reporting. They're not saying that there weren't you. There weren't. How could they be jetpacks if the if the if the what was ever causing them to levitate was located on their shoes, like round discs on their shoes, according to uh, the reports from some of these uh, tribe members. Uh, and it says here. Uh, one of the leaders said, uh, the Akita Lido of Villa said, they seemed armored like the Green Goblin from Spider-Man. Okay. They seemed armored like the Green Goblin from Spider-Man. Avila went on to describe the attacker's shoes as round in shape. With that, they rise up. They float one meter high and have a red light on the heel. His head is long, his mask is long, and his eyes are half yellowish. What? With, with that, they see you well and they leave. So they're they're disappearing. They're you know they they're able to see very well in the dark. I mean, could it be some sort of specter type operation like out of a James Bond movie? Maybe it sounds fantastic, but maybe. But it could also be extraterrestrials. And there's nothing wrong. It could be one or the other. That's why. See, I guess the whole point of this is what I'm bringing this up for is that it could be extraterrestrials. It's not crazy. That's not a crazy uh, hypothesis. It's not. That's not crazy because they're here again. Like we talked, like I was talking about earlier. I know for a fact they're here. And not all these debunkers and naysayers and people in the government are just lying. But the, all these people who don't believe it—that's their problem. That's unfortunate for them. But they're just like no, they're no. They are no different than flat earthers. There could be, could be some kind of like again, could be a specter operation out of a James Bond movie, and some some guy behind the scene like a Ernst Stavrol Blofeld is pulling the strings. Could could be. I don't know. If that's what they think, if that's what they want to say, that's what the Peruvian authorities are saying, basically telling us. That's what it sounds like to me. Um, but anyway, here's some more comments from this uh, Aluvia, uh, this Aliva. They are, they are experts at escaping, he said. Uh, besides the seven-foot-tall attackers theory, some locals refer to the groups as Los Pelicaris after the alleged organ traffickers known in the region, a winking reference to the face-peeling monsters of local legend. Um but anyway, I'll leave the whole article here so you can check it out for yourself. But again, I don't think, you know, it could be. could be extraterrestrial. could be gold miners. I, I think we need more information. There's not enough. There's just not enough information out there on this one at this point uh, for us to really know. I mean, we're, they ha- if they're, if they're going to ha- show, ev- if evidence is a little girl standing there with, with, a, with a picture on a cell phone of a guy, of a French stuntman uh, flying around with a jet pack on his back in 2019, if that's your proof, that's not proof at all. That that sounds more like you're trying to trick people. 
Because, I mean, people look at that, oh, oh, she took a picture of the guy flying around. That's obviously a guy with a jetpack on. But as people have pointed out online, no, this was taken back in 2019 uh, uh, over the English Channel uh, with some guy, some French guy trying to uh, do a stunt. So that means, uh, I mean, I, I know people out there are dumb. So there's a lot of people out there who will look at that. Especially people who don't believe in this phenomenon, right? Who like like uh, the Ken Klippensteins of the world, who uh, they don't believe in it, even though it is true. They'll look at that uh, and then move on with their lives because that, that they they don't accept it, even though it's real. Anyway, thanks for joining me. Until next time.